plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday afternoon. Did not post an episode yesterday uh, for a variety of reasons, the biggest being the Ezekiel Elliott investigation from an incident was ongoing and still ongoing. And I didn't want to post a podcast ignoring the investigation because I know that's all anybody wants to talk about right now. But I also didn't want to post it in fairness to Ezekiel because we didn't have all the facts yet and we still don't have all the facts yet, but we do have a little bit more information. And I decided that it, it was better to, you know, wait a day, get some more of, you know, the facts, the details, talk about it later on. So let's dive right into Ezekiel Elliott. So if you haven't heard, if you've been under a rock this whole time, Something happened on Sunday night in a Dallas club with Ezekiel Elliott. What we know for sure is this. A DJ at the club was punched in the nose, ultimately went to the hospital with a broken nose. The picture's all out there on Twitter. You can go find it if you need to. We know that Ezekiel Elliott was there. We don't know if he threw the punch. There's a couple witnesses saying that he did. There's one that came out on Monday night saying that he didn't. Uh, the, the police were contacted. There was no charges filed. Uh, the Dallas police is looking into the incident. They issued a statement that did not include Ezekiel Elliott. And I'm going to be trying to be very careful with the way I'm wording things because... Again, we don't know the facts about everything. Now, there's obviously whispers and there's rumors and there's things out there, but I don't want to comment on those in fairness to um, the victim and to Elliot. But let's kind of talk about this in an overall sense. It's been a crazy weekend for Elliot. Uh, on Friday, he was fighting a misdemeanor speeding ticket, which included him going 100 in a 70. Uh, he originally originally pled no contest to this, but now he's decided to fight this speeding ticket. On Saturday, he participated in Tony Romo's National Fantasy Football Convention and seemed like everything went okay. Uh, he participated in a party with Chandler Parsons of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, he was at a party with Demi Lovato. And then on Sunday night, this incident happened. Uh, as of 5 o'clock on Tuesday, Elliot's team has not issued a statement. They have not said 
that he was guilty. They have not said that he wasn't guilty. They have really said nothing. All that we know was that he was present at the investigation. This all kind of leads back into, on Friday, Adam Schefter of ESPN mentioned that the Cowboys and Elliott were bracing for a short suspension to start the year stemming from the domestic violence issue that happened before Zeke was drafted. And a lot of people are assuming, well, how can he be suspended based on he said, she said stuff back in, you know, January, February, March. The fact of the matter is, number one, Roger Goodell, Goodell, excuse me, can levy a suspension however he decides to. He wakes up one morning and says that Zeke needs to be suspended for four games. He can do it. He has the power to do so. But my guess was before this incident that Goodell in the NFL was preparing to suspend Elliott for a few games because a pattern of behaviors. With this new incident that has occurred, we don't know. Again, we don't know for sure what happened. We have a pretty educated guess as to what happened, but we don't know for sure that the NFL could suspend Zeke longer because of this crazy offseason that he's had. In my opinion, I don't think a suspension is necessarily a bad idea. I almost wonder if a suspension is what Ezekiel Elliott needs at this time. A lot of players, when they enter the league, think they are fearless. And they think that nothing bad can happen to him. This is especially true when you take an athlete on one of the most notor- or you know famous teams in all of the world. The Dallas Cowboys have a bigger spotlight on them than almost any other franchise in the entire NFL. So Ezekiel Elliott was this NFL, you know, he led the NFL in rushing last year. He is a superstar. Everybody knows him. Played at Ohio State, was a national champion at Ohio State. Everybody knows who he is. He's a star. Jerry Jones at a press conference on Tuesday said, Elliot's a rock star. Everywhere he goes, people know who he is. I think that lifestyle of living up to be a rock star can catch up with you sometimes. Now, Again, uh, just rumors, but there's whispers going on that there's a lot more to Elliot's offseason that the media doesn't know about yet. There's a lot going on with Elliot that I can't tell you on this podcast. Now, does that mean anything's going to come with it? No. But Elliot really, really needs to grow up if he wants to stay in this league. We've seen talented superstars, you know, such as Alden Smith, Josh Gordon, um, Johnny Manziel. I know he he's not in the same style in, in terms of play on the field, but all those guys weren't able to get back on the field for a variety of reasons. Some were drug-related, some were off-the-field behaviors. It's a cautionary tale of letting hype and fame 
get to a player's head. You just really don't know how a player is going to react when you give them millions of dollars and give them tons of national publicity. Anyways, back to the entire Zeke incident. My guess as to how this will play out. You probably won't hear much more about this incident. You'll probably hear tiny little details maybe come in and come out. I doubt you're going to hear somebody accusing Zeke of anything. Because, let's be honest, the way these Dallas clubs work is they need... NFL and NBA players to come into their clubs to bring in more guests, right? So it doesn't do a club any favor, you know, any favors if they, you know, name Zeke and file charges for Zeke, assuming Zeke did anything, right? They might, you know, talk privately about this, exchange money, however that needs to work to kind of make this go away so that Zeke and the rest of his entourage show up to this club again. Because, like I mentioned before, Zeke's a rock star. Bringing Zeke to any event means people are going to come see him. It's a lot to digest with Zeke. I know it's it's not what you want to have entering into training camp. But these are just some of the things that the Cowboys have to deal with as a team. Uh, there was even more news that came out on, on Monday involving Lucky Whitehead and Terrence Williams. We'll get to that in a second. But... As for Zeke and my expectations of whether he'll be suspended or not, I will put it this way. Friday, Adam Schefter reported that the Cowboys are bracing for a one to two game suspension. I think that's a lock now. I think he's a lock to miss those first two games against the Giants and the Broncos. Before Friday, I didn't think so. Now I think he is. I think there's the potential that Zeke could miss significantly more time this season. I think there's a chance that Zeke could miss upwards of six to eight games. And I know that seems harsh, and I know that seems unrealistic. But again, I'm going to remind you, there's a lot going on out there that we haven't had discussed in the media. Expect two to four but I think there's a chance it could be more than that, significantly more than that. As for a couple of the other news items that happened on Monday, again, one of the craziest days in July I ever remember. Tried to take the day off and <laughs> come back to all this news. You know, it was I was uh, you know I went on a, a little trip and it's constantly looking at my phone trying to figure out what's going on with all this stuff. It's crazy. Uh, Lucky Whitehead has a dog that he got, I believe, a couple months ago, named him Blitz. And Blitz was stolen from Lucky's Whitehead's house by a wannabe rapper in Dallas. <laughs> the wannabe rapper posted multiple videos on Instagram with Lucky Whitehead's dog demanding $20,000 in ransom money. Eventually, Whitehead got the dog back. It, it just made for a crazy story on top of the Ezekiel Elliott stuff. Not only did we have Lucky Whitehead drama, we also had Terrence Williams drama. This one's not as big, but what happened was Terrence Williams was at a nightclub and he got in a dispute with somebody at the club and 
in order to resolve the dispute, instead of throwing haymakers at one another, they decided to race outside the parking lot. And hey, give credit to Terrence Williams. He he knows how to handle these things. That's a much better way to handle things than potentially throwing punches. But TMZ got the story posted out, posted the video. Wild, wild, wild day. Uh, ultimately, Lucky got the dog back. Williams is okay. We'll see what happens with Zeke. Oh, this podcast is not going to be very short today because we don't have a ton of the information. We're going to fill you in on Wednesday as we get there. But those were the big news items on, on Monday and Tuesday. Tomorrow on the pod, assuming we have no more breaking news, we're going to talk about the top five camp battles to watch. If you are interested in contacting the show, please use the uh, hashtag LockedOnCowboys, or you can tweet right at me at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll talk about uh, Jalen Smith. We have some Jalen Smith news. Should we get into that real quick? Yeah, let's get into that real quick. Um, Jeff Sullivan, DallasCowboys.com. I know this is kind of a crazy podcast, but that's okay. I'm sure you guys don't mind. Jalen Smith news. Jeff Sullivan, DallasCowboys.com interviewed the Cowboys trainer, Brett Brown and Brett Brown uh, came, you know, came up with a, a fire statement, fire emoji. Uh, Jalen is in fact, not wearing an AFO brace that we've referenced multiple times uh, on Twitter. I've mentioned it on Bleach Report because that seemed like the most reasonable uh, assumption that Jalen was wearing a AFO brace to help lift his foot. Well, we actually found out that's not true. Uh, Brett Brown said that if Jalen Smith was using an AFO brace, he would not be able to function. Um, And I know that there was a lot of people out there saying that Jalen will not be able to play. Instead, he's using a different kind of brace that helps lift his foot. Uh, Brett says that it allows Jalen to play the linebacker spot, allows him to uh, explode out of... Um, out of a stance. That's good news. Um, but he does caution that, you know, don't expect too much of Jalen. This is really a rookie player that uh, is going to have to, you know, learn how to play the game. He hasn't played in over 20 months, but... Uh, oh, excuse me. The brace is called the Richie brace, not a AFO brace. Richie brace. Um Brett said it was a plastic bendable hinge side, kind of like an air cast for a high ankle sprain. Uh, sounds like it's very flexible. Um, but yeah, back to Jalen in the field. I don't, don't think he's going to be able to play right away. If he does, I think he's going to be a part-time player. I'm not expecting him to play a lot early in the season, if at all. I'm not, I'm not expecting him to participate a lot in camp. I think he's going to be very limited in what he does in camp, I wouldn't be surprised if Cowboys, you know, have him practice today, give him a day off, practice a day off, kind of like they did in minicamp. But all in all, good news in Jalen Smith. Sounds like they have no AFO brace. This new brace will allow him to function at linebacker. But again, back to tomorrow, we're going to be talking about top five mini camp, or training camp battles. Excuse me. Jalen Smith versus Anthony Hitchens. Lyle Collins versus Jazz Green, possibly. Maybe Green can steal that spot back. All that and more on the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a five-star review. 
Uh, we haven't got very many of those so far just because podcast is very new. So leave a five-star review, leave a uh, comment, and we'll make sure that we have some pl- prizes for the listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys back here tomorrow. Thank you. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.